Welcome back to the Holiday Podcast, where we talk about the frightful, the festive, and everything in between. You're listening to episode 10. I'm your host, Selena, and I'm with my co-host, Evan. In the previous episode, we talked about A Nightmare Before Christmas specifically, but today we're going to talk about some of Tim Burton's other Halloween and spooky movies that we love and some we're not so crazy about. So we're just kind of going into a big pile of all of Tim Burton's filmography and what we like about it and what makes his um, particular style so unique. I think for this uh, this argument, we're going to look at Tim Burton's entire career. And I know you can say like a lot of people enjoy up until like Ed Wood for early Tim Burton is like the best Tim Burton I've heard. And then like he sort of fizzles out up until. But I think into the early to mid late 2000s, he still had some pretty good movies. Uh, but not recently. I don't think right. recently they have been as, as hot on the money as they used to. And I think I know the reason why. I think um, he might have pigeonholed himself as this like dark, spooky, goth kind of creator that he feels awkward when he does anything else or like maybe the critics don't don't like go with him when he tries to do something bright right well we're gonna first talk about this creepy side that makes him such a great and you know individual director so first off he he has done movies on ideas that have been created before and that's usually a lot of things like people make remakes from books or they they start to do an updated version of another movie you know like Alice in Wonderland, Sleepy Hollow, Dark Shadows, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory those have been all ideas that have been done before but what's so great about Tim Burton is is that he comes up with these countless characters and plots from his own imagination um just I believe it was Christmas um, for our anniversary, Evan bought me a book of all of Tim Burton's drawings and like a compilation of characters and little doodles that he made into one giant book. And it's not like the man doesn't have any ideas because he's created so many characters. And um, Edward Scissorhands, in fact, was based on a character that he just sketched. So I find that amazing that you can just create a character in your own imagination and just build a whole world around them. And I think that's what's so unique about Tim Burton is that, you know, you could take a simple sketch and make a whole movie out of it. And I think those are honestly some of his best works. A lot of the remake things that he's been doing have been real disappointing lately, but I think it's because he needs to do his own ideas again. He kind of needs to go back to his roots and, and maybe take some time to think about things that that he needs to make up and take the time to take some creative freedoms, if you will. I think one of the things that makes Tim Burton really good is the fact that he can make horror movies for kids. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that sometimes, um, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't let my kid, if I ever have a kid, sit down in front of uh, The Shining and watch it or Cujo or, or, Saw, the, or, or Saw something or, like that. Or The Thing. Um, so... Those movies aren't, like, for children, but what if children wanted to watch a scarier movie? Something that maybe could push their limit at that time, at that age. I would probably give them a Tim Burton movie to watch because he has this way of introducing children or younger concepts into a scary realm. And now they're not, like, horrifying scary. Usually they're for comedic purposes, but it's still a good introduction in my opinion. Right, like the blood and things in his movies, they're always, if, if you've ever watched a lot of Tim Burton movies, you'll notice they're very bright, kind of pinky, 
blood. They don't look like real blood at all. Everything is very kind of silly looking. And I think, like, his movies are, like, the perfect step into getting into the more gruesome horror films. And they just have that way about them that it's like, okay, I'm getting used to this. Maybe I can watch something a little bit scarier. And then it, it's it's honestly the perfect step to anything. And, and even if you're not a big fan of gore and you're not a child or whatever, like, they're just the perfect movies to watch because they're more about the plot than they are about trying to prove a point with the disgusting factor. Um, and lastly, I would say... Um, a lot of his movies put you into the story. Horror plots, you know, you're used to the teens making out or, you know, whatnot in the cornfield and then they get hacked to pieces and there's nothing left to the imagination, if you will. But with Tim Burton movies, I just feel like he creates this world with music and the visually stunning scenery and the costumes and things like that, that it almost feels like you're watching a play that's being filmed. I mean, that's kind of what movies are, but... It just feels like you're more, like, in the setting, like, watching a story, and you have a lot to think about, as opposed to being like, well, we know what's gonna happen to, uh, Joe Schmo and his girlfriend running into the cornfield. We all know that what's-his-face with the mask on is gonna get him, you know? Those are real obvious movies, but Tim Burton has, like, really interesting little twists and little, little details that he hides throughout his stories that are really interesting. So... Before we really get into the meat, uh, well, that what kind of was the meat? Before we get into the movies we like, we're gonna say a couple that we don't like, and I'm gonna throw one in at the end. And I know Selena really likes this one, but I just can't get into it, especially compared to the original. Uh, we don't really like Dark Shadows or Alice in Wonderland or the recently released Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Ch for Peculiar Children, especially because we really enjoyed the source material on that last one. But also, for me, I do not like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. There's just something about Johnny Depp's portrayal of Willy Wonka that is just more odd than whimsical. Well, I love Johnny Depp, but Gene Wilder definitely takes the cake there. I, absolutely, I, I do love the older version, but the songs are really catchy in the newer version. But the whole bit with him like having daddy issues was kind of like weird. I don't know why they did that. I, th I believe when I read like a Tim Burton... Uh, biography thing like he had some weird like past childhood thing so I don't know if that was like a recreation of it you know or you know what the issue was there it's not terrible but it's definitely not as good as the old version I will give you credit though each song being individually styled for each person like uh what is it with Augustus it's mm -hmm. like um you know, like Augustus Gloop, the great big greedy. Yeah, but like that's like their regular Oompa Loompa style. But then it goes into like a rock one, a disco one, like a flower child. And then there's like an electronic one. A very different. Did Danny and... Elfman do the music for that? Yes. Which I thought was very interesting change because you're kind of used to the creepy, like the choir in the background with, you know, the the string orchestra. But this one was very like, it was such a change. So I thought it was a good change up for Danny Elfman at least. Okay, those are our misses for us. Uh, the ones that are definitely really good. I'm going to, I'm going to save our favorites for last, but some of our other favorite Halloween Tim Burton movies are Frankenweenie, Sleepy Hollow, and Edward Scissorhands. I love Edward Scissorhands. But Selena, what is your favorite Halloween Tim Burton movie? My favorite Halloween Tim Burton movie? I love The Corpse Bride. Why do you love The Corpse Bride? I love The Corpse Bride because 
it's hauntingly beautiful. You know, it's really hard to master, like, beautiful and scary, but, like, you can't help but, like, fall in love with this corpse. Like, it's so weird to say that, you know? Um, it's like, she, she has this whole personality about her, and you, and through the story, you end up feeling bad for her and what happened to her, and, and you figure out who did it, and, and about being with the one you love through life, through death, through everything, and I just, I love how creepy it is, the little town, and I love Tim Burton's also, like, just ranting here, not ranting, but talking, um, (laughs) I love his way of making, like, the dead creepy things seem more alive than the living so what he does very well in the corpse bride that i love is he uses such vibrant colors like greens and pinks and blues in the in the land of the dead but it's all like gray gray scale you know black white colors in the land of the living so it's almost like more fun to be in the land of the dead which you're like ooh, that's creepy to think about that but he does such a good job of, like, portraying it that you get the gist of what world you're in and what's going on. And I I love the movie and, and the whole lesson at the end of how she realizes that, you know, if you love somebody, you kind of have to let them go and you have to, you have to move on. And I just, I love it. It's beautiful and it's, it makes you want to cry, like, at the end. Like, I don't want to spoil it if any of you have never seen it before, but literally real tears have been shed at the end. I can't contain it. It's just so beautiful. My favorite Halloween-centered Tim Burton movie, and also my favorite Tim Burton movie... Actually, no. My favorite Tim Burton movie is probably Big Fish. But my favorite Halloween Tim Burton movie is probably Beetlejuice. I love Beetlejuice. I think Beetlejuice is one of his best works ever. Something about the chemistry that Michael Keaton brings to the character of Beetlejuice is just, like, he made it his own. He made it his own creation, and it worked so well. Even characters like Winona Ryder's character and Alec Baldwin's character, they just all stand out. And the fact that uh, Kevin McAllister's mom is in it. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. I think she also voices Sally in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think... Well, Catherine O'Hare is also Kevin McAllister's mom from Home Alone, which is funny. But I think just the dynamic of characters and the dynamic of the dead and the living and how, like, there's, like, a rule book and stuff like that. And um, how in the land of the dead, everyone is everyone kind of exemplifies how they died. Like, someone's burnt. Somebody has, like, a swordfish through them. Someone is, like, choking on a bone or something like that. Uh, and someone's, like, completely flat. It just is immersive in the fact that these characters were developed and they also all have personalities. Like I said in the last episode, character design is a major thing for me. If all your characters were brown, uh, gloopy people, they wouldn't be fun to watch because you couldn't tell anything about these characters. But giving these characters looks and identities and personalities really makes them better. I would argue like the minions. Minions don't look like anything. Minions don't have a personality that like you can differentiate the one from the other sorry out there to those who like minions um i'm not saying i mean i like minions and i agree so yeah uh but they're just cute they're not like oh i love their personality you know but the writing is spot on the direction is really good i really like the ending it's tons of fun i think it's i think it's perfect and the fact that they play both of these movies on abc Freeform now, yeah. uh, 13 Nights of Halloween, it just works. 
So definitely get your hands on some Tim Burton films. Probably some of the ones that we suggested would be good, would be great starts um, to your experience of watching Tim Burton films if you're not a big Tim Burton film person or you haven't really watched anything beyond, you know, something simple. But um, it's very, his movies are so, they just put you in a world. If you feel like, you know, if you love Halloween like me, then you will love Tim Burton. Thank you for listening. In the next episode, we will be covering Christmas movie sequels. We'll also cover remakes. There have been some good ones, but there's also been a lot of bad ones. We want to hear from you. What do you think about Tim Burton? What do you think about Christmas movie remakes and sequels? Find us on Twitter, at holiday underscore podcast, and give us a shout out. I want to hear what you have to say. And if you like this kind of content, we also have a Patreon page. The link is in the description. Really, any of the support would help us continue doing what we love to do. And we thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.